Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Welcome to June. Here we are, June 2021. And I hope that last week that you all made it through that big old full moon that we had and all the energy that came with it. And you're probably still working through it. And I think that today's show might be helpful not only in that, but in moving forward as we open up in the world again. I know that being in the way we have been for the last 15 months, uh, initially it may have been challenging to be more solitary or isolated or stepping back. And now it's time to start coming back out again and Probably just as many anxieties are coming up in terms of stepping back out into the world and seeing people in a bigger way and taking off the masks. And I hope that you have removed the masks both physically and uh, energetically and literally and spiritually in every kind of way that masks can be removed. So today we are going to talk about ways to move back out into the world, particularly if you are an empath or a sensitive and you are someone that picks up on energies and also if you are someone that is unaware of how we connect to other individuals on an energetic level and what you can do in terms of Uh, handling your own energy and safeguarding you from having that energy leak out. My guest today is Michelle Welch, and she is the owner and operator of two Soultopia metaphysical stores in Dallas, Texas, where she offers intuitive readings and healing sessions in addition to teaching classes on crystals, tarot, energy work, and intuition. A reformed attorney, she is still an active attorney at law, licensed in the state of Texas, and has lent her intuitive abilities to numerous court and law enforcement cases. She is the host of the Soul What podcast and the Michelle Soultopia YouTube channel. And she's an ordained minister who holds many certificates in various divination and healing modalities. We are talking about her new book, The Magic of Connection, which is filled with so many wonderful healing exercises and hands-on meditations for chakra balancing, motivation, higher love, reducing anxiety, and so much more. And so I'm looking forward to having her share throughout this show so many ways that you can learn how to spiritually uh, and with your intuition help heal your inner wounds while also staying connected to the people that you love. Welcome, Michelle, to 1111 Talk Radio. It's a delight to have you here. It is so nice to be on. Thank you so much for having me, Simran. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I'd love to start kind of where I opened the show up with, because I do think that uh, oftentimes our anxieties and our fears and the energies that we carry when we're having to go through change uh, can can be one of the things that weaken us uh, on that in that way to to have other people access our energy and in everything opening back up again and people moving back out into the world more freely i know that there are many individuals that feel anxious about that or uh how to get back out there again and also empaths that uh, have picked up on energy have felt so much of the energy that has been swirling through this time that to be out in crowds again with people might feel a bit intimidating. Can you talk a little bit about that piece of it, moving back out energetically, how to 
to stand in our power, inner authority, and ground our energy so that we find that safety within ourselves first. Absolutely. In fact, I think that it's always good when someone writes a book or is speaking about something that it, it's helpful that they, uh, it's, it's hard. You think you've conquered it. If, you, if you've written a book or if you have a radio program or if you have a TV program or something like that. But it's interesting when you've written a book like, like you know, we, what we do, and then you experience it yourself. Because I've had a little bit of anxiety going back out. And, you know, here I have been running. It's three stores now. We just opened another one. And with the pressure of, you know, just all of that, I've had a, I've had a bit of anxiety lately. And here I wrote a book on how to transmute that and how to, to move into the different areas and it really really brought home to me how important it is to go easy on ourselves and to realize that as empaths are as beautiful humans in this this earth experience that we can go easy on ourselves and realize that we can use the tools we've been given even though I propose in our book that we can transmute energy ourselves without any tools at some point that's at some point we could do that but most of the time we're going to need tools such as you know bubbles of protection or crystals or affirmations or meditations and to really be aware of our energy i have been scanning my energy doing what i call the energy or the empath energy scan more than ever before i go outside of my home uh, lately because just getting back used to being around different energies again is very different. So, Michelle, before we dive into all of that, many people may not understand what transmuting energy is. I think the, the word transformation has mm-hmm. been used a lot in personal and spiritual growth. And for those that have studied more, may, they may have heard the word transmutation. Can you talk about what that is and also the distinction between that and transformation? Absolutely. I started off with the word transform myself for as when I was writing the book and going through this journey. And transform would be uh, just to change our lives, to so just change, to move forward with our lives. And I, I use this kind of example to to kind of dress up the energy, to dress up. To, it's almost like putting on a different outfit or to to change something and it. It's almost more of a temporary in my mind. It's it's gradual. It's a it's a, a, a you know a dressing up of something. And transmutation is actually another word for alchemy. Another word for the old timey word that mysterious alchemy or trying to change uh, copper into gold or you know whatever it would be that alchemist and that the true magic of what we can do with our lives. Uh, an example I give is you can put red dye into water or you can change water into wine. And we truly changing the form of energy uh, to where, and it might go back, uh, we can change the form of energy again so we could transmute it again. But we aren't just dressing it up to look different. We are really changing the form, transmuting it. So it's a matter of scale to me. Well, and it it seems as if that is part of what the pandemic and even, I'd say, things that we've been through on a social level and a political level, it's almost as if it's prepared us 
to leap more into transmutation than even what it had what we've been doing, which is transformation, because it's time now for things to really change from what they were. I totally agree. And to, to really, on, on so many levels, to not, to, we've had the dialogue, we've had the transforming to sort of get us ready for a long time, but now to really make those real, real changes and to think about it. And and I didn't know if this is a great way to put it, but to be real about it, if you think about the mutation that viruses do, they mutate, they adapt, they change. And we need to learn, we have the power within ourselves to mutate and change and, you know, transmutation to change ourselves. And when I started thinking about the power that we really have to, to change the form of energy ourselves and not always give that power away to everyone else or to something else. That's, that's truly where our power lies. Now you've come from a background in law and you have started working with people around energy and teaching them this type of thing. And I would imagine courtrooms and anything dealing with the law probably is surrounded by a lot of dense energy and that for you to be an empath and to go into that kind of environment, you're probably feeling and seeing a lot of things, but that's such a uh, different type of mindset that how did you, how did those two things come about merging or how do you bridge that so that you also bring that light into areas. Because I think a lot of, uh, one of the, the, the things that's taking place with a lot of people is they're trying to change where they work. They don't want to be in corporate anymore. They don't want to be in a certain career anymore because they don't like the energy that's in the room. But there is no geographic cure. And for us to really shift everything in our world, we have to bring the light into those places, not run away from them and take the light away from them. So can you talk a little bit about that so that anyone that is in uh, an area of work or that type of thing that uh, deals with denser energy understands first the mindset and the heart set that has to be in place? Well, first of all, I'm just like uh, clicking, I'm snapping my fingers and clapping my hands for what you just said, because that's so beautiful. It's so true that we, we, we can't just all run from the energy. That's what my book is so much about. You know, too many people are trying to run and hide from the energy. So many, so many teachings have said, you know, this is how we, how we, how we empower ourselves is to get away from it, is to get away from the dense energy. That time has passed. We have got to be, I believe, it's imperative that we are in, right in the thick of the, it's everywhere now, the dense energy. And so to answer your question, thank, first of all, thank you for saying that. Because, you know, I have so, so many people who come to, to me to read and say, I, I want to get into what you do and get into your job, Michelle. And I'm like, we need everybody into, you know, first of all, I'm not out of law totally and I'm in a work I volunteer with battered women's shelters and I think we all need to be in the thick of it and uh, so 
and my daughter just started working at the DA's office today, interning there today and in Child Protective Services Division. So she's going to be right in the thick of it. And so what do we do is that's where we realize that we do need to walk in with some tools. We need to realize that people's vibrations, and, and I don't want to talk, you know, just throw out lingo words here, but we, we do operate at different level of frequencies in a sense. We come in with different purposes and we we don't feel our our we don't our vibrations aren't exactly the same. And something may be, it may really upset us. It may be really hard for us. So we kind of need some tools as we go into those situations that may be hard on us to deal with those so that we don't run from them and we really can deal with, and, and it's so true, and I didn't have any of those tools when I graduated, and when I was trying cases at 24 years old, and I was trying criminal cases, and I didn't have, I didn't really realize what an empath was, and and if even if I had, I wouldn't have had tools to know, okay, how do I really step-by-step step go through a program to help myself know how to deal with the differences in the frequencies of, of what I feel and not judging other people, but to how to, to, to not go under myself. And, and I did go under um, several times, uh, even as I moved into becoming a defense, an att- defense attorney. As I got older, I realized that what I was, that I have that I'm an empath, but then I just knew what I was, but I didn't know how to be one. And so with my book, I'm trying to tell people, look, there's things like you can scan, you can say, this is my energy. This is not my energy. I know this is the energy of something really dense and heavy that I feel in this courtroom today, um, or someone, maybe something that's been on trial even a week ago that I still feel in this room. And I can separate that energy from mine or I can choose to even change the form of that energy into something I can use and that's what I talk about in my book how to to do how to do that so we can either protect from it or we can choose to go even another step beyond that and literally change the form of the energy because energy never goes away it just changes form change the form of that energy into something like vitality that we can use for ourselves. That's really powerful. And and I know just from my own personal experience, I think it was not until I was 40 years old that I realized that a lot of what I had felt throughout my life was not mine. It was someone else's. And I was living my life based on feelings that I was picking up and um, energies I was picking up from, from environments and people around me. And so oftentimes empaths don't even connect to the way that they pick up on energy until a rock bottom incident or they bump into someone that helps them understand that and that type of thing. And so um, this book is a wonderful resource to do that. And I really appreciate you sharing about how we need to be in the energy. Much of the book uh, in, you have started off the book with talking a bit about Joseph Campbell and introducing his hero's journey. And you relate that to uh, various levels of empath, which I'd like to hold off and, and share in the next segment. Um, but I'd love to go into um, first, what is cord cutting? 
And you talked a little bit about um, some people doing that, some people not. So is this is this one of the steps along the path that people initially start and then they move into other things? Or are you advocating for people not to cord cut? I'm advocating for them to, if it works for them and they've had no problem with that, I say stick with what works. But I have seen many, many, many people come in to my stores and to me as an energy worker. And I mean a lot of people. And here's what I hear. I have cut cords with my ex-boyfriend and now our ex-husband or ex-wife or spouse. And I've cut cords now, you know, five, ten times. Been to somebody to cut cords or I've tried to do it myself. And it's just not working. So my theory is, as I got to thinking about that, I just realized uh, maybe we're all connected and we're all one. And if we're all one, perhaps those cords are always going to be there. They just lie dormant. So maybe let's try healing the cord or at least our end of the cord. That doesn't mean we have to be best friends. That doesn't mean we don't set boundaries, but we heal the cord of connection because we are all one. And let's try healing instead of imposing trauma upon trauma with cord cutting. And so I don't impose anything. I just propose it as a let's stop cutting cords and let's try healing and forgiveness. Let's get back to that. And again, with boundaries. Mm, that's perfect. The magic of connection. Stop cutting cords and learn to transform negative energy to live an empowered life by Michelle Welch. This is a handbook on how to navigate the many energy cords we get hooked by. People, news, global events, all the many distractions we are continually bombarded by. Her book offers techniques that anyone, especially empaths, can use to transmute difficult energies that otherwise can alter our mental and emotional health. It is crucial in this complex world that we all begin to realize how to uh, how impacted we can be by negative energies. And with hands-on instructions, this book, The Magic of Connection, has techniques for the beginner and seasoned practitioners, including tools that help you discover all the magic that we do have at our disposal. There are over 50 meditations and exercises to assist you in embracing uh, the spiritual connection that you have, and to live a more empowered life. Michelle also introduces superhero tools and sidekicks, which are affirmations, mantras, tarot cards, candles, and incantations, along with a cast of other assistants that you have at your disposal that are ready to help you make magic happen. I invite you to explore more about Michelle Welch at michellewelch.com. Again, you can find out about her stores, which are Soultopia, uh, and you can listen to her podcast, which is the Soul What podcast. Her website, again, is michellewelch.com. June 15th, she is speaking at LlewellynCon. Uh, you can find out more about that at the publisher, llewellyn.com, uh, and have a whole host of different authors that are going to be speaking there, but her specific talk will be on June the 15th. Once again, we are discussing The Magic of Connection by Michelle Welch. Find out more at michellewelch.com, and we'll be right back after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 
111, 22, 33, 444, people all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before we get back to Michelle Welch and the magic of connection, I want to tell you a little bit about betterhelp.com is there something that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals I'd love to share with you a place that you can go that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist BetterHelp that's H-E-L-P is offering a broad range of expertise that might not be available in your local area this is not a crisis line it is not self-help this is professional counseling done securely online and you can start communicating in under 48 hours it is available to clients worldwide you would log into your account at any time send messages to your counselor you always get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to sit in uncomfortable waiting rooms as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it really easy and free to change counselors if needed. They're providing a special offer for 1111 Talk Radio listeners. You can get 10% off your first month. If you'll go to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11, 
BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So you can visit BetterHelp.com forward slash 11. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Once again, I get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com forward slash 11. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash 11 and spell out the word 11. My guest today is Michelle Welch, and we are talking about her book, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life, and that is a really important topic right now. Traditionally, empaths are so sensitive that many often recoil from the world. Instead, Michelle offers empaths another option. Become a superhero who can confidently engage in the world. She provides techniques to work with energies that connect all people. And instead of cord cutting, which never solves the problem permanently, she explains how to transmute the challenging energies in a way that supports one's own spiritual journey as well. Plus, the ability to spontaneously transmute the energy will help us lose our need to always come from a defensive and even powerless standpoint. So there's no more need to cut cords. We can heal that through transmutation, and that's a win-win prescription for healing and engaging. You can find out more about her and all of her work, including her stores, her Soul What podcast, and her Soultopia YouTube channel by going to michellewelch.com. That's michellewelch.com. It is in the bio description as well. And she is speaking at Llewellyn Con June 15th, so you can check that out at llewellyn.com. Uh, welcome back, Michelle. We were talking about the cord cutting before, and I know in the book you talked about it being somewhat like cutting weeds and, or pulling weeds. And when we cut the cords, uh, just like weeds, the weeds will come back, and they'll often come back bigger and stronger. So I thought that was a great analogy within the book to help people understand that the cutting of the cords, it's not getting rid of anything. It's just kind of letting it be dormant for a short period, but it's always going to grow back. Right. Uh, That's that's one of the analogies that I could come up with that I thought most people could probably relate to. And it just seems that, and if we also think about it, is that, you know, not all cords are bad. Uh, We have good cords, too, but the ones that usually come up that we want to deal with, you know, that we're having pain and and trauma from or or just causing us anxiety, when we usually are aware of the cords that we're in some some sort of pain or and and we're like, oh, I just want to get rid of this as opposed to I want to heal this and I want to find out what part of me needs to and a lot of people will say well what lesson do I need to learn well we might want to get there but right at that moment we're just feeling some horrible anxiety or we really need some just some relief and so cutting it is what a lot of people think and and here's the thing the cutting cords is a great ritual and if people still need that type of ritual then they can come up with some other type of ritual to think of when they're visualizing 
clearing out the cords. That's why I have a lot of other tools you can use to visualize cleaning out, kind of rotorootering out those cords uh, to not sever the connections that you have. We're, we're corded to everything, memories. We can even be corded to political figures after everything we've been through. That's that's courting. And so everything is connected. And if we believe in those laws of the universe, then we have to think about we're going to have to learn to at some point live with that. And how can we live happier, healthier lives without always cutting, running, you know, cutting bait, running, hiding, cutting everyone off. And then we're just left with ourselves. And we're left behind even these walls that we build to protect ourselves. And then who's left there with us? Just us. And maybe sometimes we need to start minding our energy first and looking at that and then moving on. And that's not blame. That's health. That's looking at our own health and then moving on to that other connections, the other connections on the cords we have. Michelle, can you share a couple of the other techniques that an individual might opt for instead of cord cutting? Yes. So I first would begin with, just briefly, I'll talk about that energy scan. Every single morning, I or before you go into a meeting, or before, if you're getting out for the first time since the pandemic, and you're going into, let's just say, a store or, or work, and instead of a Zoom meeting, scan your own, scan your energy head to toe, and I won't go through all through it, but mentally, physically, what is your energy? What is mine? I call it my energy. I'm going to mine my energy. And so that way, when I go in, I'll know this belongs to me. And, and it may sound really simple, but people forget to do it. And then I can go in and if I feel something else, then I realize, okay, I don't need to cut the cord with this anymore. I'm going to jump forward to another exercise in the book. And then I can do visualization. And everyone can do visualization because a lot of people think, oh, I can't visualize. But if they can just think of like their car and if it's blue and then they, okay, now think of it as white, that's a visualization. They've just turned their car from blue to white. That's visualizing. So then they can visualize in their mind, I'm at work. And this one person is upsetting me. Now they can think of there's a cord between that person and themselves. And now they can visualize this cord of connection, however they want to visualize it. They can think of how it looks, what it might, what color it might be that they don't like, that how they're being treated, what it might even the texture of it, what shape it is, what it, it, this may sound gross, but even what it smells like. And then they begin to change that and what into what they would want that to be. So that's the beginning of just being proactive in changing the form of that cord. That's the beginning steps instead of cutting the cord. And if somebody says, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with that end of the other end of the cord, that person did something really horrible to me, then all we have to do is deal with is our end of the cord. 
okay, so I don't want to feel this way anymore. Every time I drive by that house and I have horrible memories of what happened to me in that home. So I'm corded to that home. I'm corded to that memory. So I'm just going to work with my end of my memory and I'm going to change what goes through that cord. Because even if I try to cut it, I'm still going to feel it every time I go by it. It's going to be triggered again. It was dormant. I cut it. It, it fires right back up again. That and that's that's really the the big piece of it. It's it's for us to understand that ultimately all healing and all change is going to start with ourselves. You open up the book with a lot of those laws that you talked about. And you are there any certain laws that you feel like individuals really need to keep in mind specifically so that they understand that they are this conduit and this this channel to be able to transmute the energies that are around us? I do. Uh, I think that it's really important to remember because most, most books, a lot of things we read about, a lot of places where people start, and it's great to think about the law of attraction, uh, that, you know, we, if you, if you think about it, if you manifest it, it will come to you. That's, that's a great place to start. But there's so much. I've, I've already mentioned that everything is energy and the law of conservation of energy, that there's a limited amount of energy and it, and that's, that's physics. There's a limited amount of energy and it never goes away. It just changes form. So this, and I've already mentioned the collective and the law of divine oneness and that I've already mentioned the law of vibration. But if we get to thinking about, uh, Everything is relative. The way we think about things, the law of relativity, when you take something in a vacuum or, or if you take, if you didn't have something to compare it to, because most empaths tend to do this, or a lot of them, uh, that come into my stores that are kind of new to it, um, new to realizing they're an impasse. They focus, they tend to have a negativity bias. And it's not because they're bad people. It's just because they, they, they're like, oh, I don't like that energy. Oh, I can't deal with that energy. It's a lot of I can'ts. So I want them to realize the relativity and law of duality, that there's also the positivity. And to start to look for the positivity out there, as opposed to always thinking about all the negativity. Because as empaths, we can just as much feel the positive in people as we can sense the negative in people because a lot of us as empaths have focused on oh I feel all the pain and suffering but what we also feel is we're so compassionate we can feel all the the positive and wonderful things in people too so that duality and polarity and the law of relativity um, we need to maybe Stop putting the labels on things and just start really looking for that positivity. That's really a, a very powerful point, Michelle, because I think we, as human beings, we tend to be naturally leaning towards the negative or that's what we remember. Or uh, I think one of my authors lately said that you can have one negative incident and it takes 10 to 12 positive incidents to to, to stop talking about the negative incident. And so it's, it's almost that we have to have an intentional and conscious effort to lean into the positive, to lean into the good, to lean into what's available to us on that higher spectrum uh, so, that, 
so that we, we see that because what we think about, we bring about. I totally agree with that. And that's that, you know, the law of, that ties in more laws, the, the law of correspondence and the, you know, and a lot of people, um, the law of correspondence is another one. I always thought of the law of correspondence in a certain way. And then I started thinking about law of correspondence, you know, correspondence is what we write. That's what we say. That's how we communicate with one another. So there it is that it's how we talk to ourselves. It's how we talk to one another. And so let's, let's bring in 10 more or how many of those positive things we need to bring in. And that's not being Pollyanna. That's being taking good care of ourselves. That's, that's self care. I mean, it's like we eat better to get rid of all that bad food. We go do exercise to get rid of the the things we've done that weren't healthy for us. And so we're going to take in positivity. And also that's going to put positivity out into the world. But I do find that a lot of empaths, once they realize they're an empath, they get that they finally realize, okay, yeah, I am a little bit different. I am sensitive and I can learn to say, yes, thank you. I am sensitive and I am sensitive to energies, but I'm also compassionate. And I'm going to find the positivities in this as opposed to always looking for, oh no, it's a curse to be an empath. It's a, it's, it's really, oh, it's such a burden to be an empath. And I was hearing, and that's really what was the impetus for the book, because I was hearing so much of that. And to be honest, reading a lot of that. And so I thought, you know, let's let's see what these positives are. And now I'm hearing a lot about empath leadership and how much it's needed in our country and in every country, frankly. And the empath leadership, I heard Melinda Gates talking about it the other day on a news channel. And so how much empath leadership is needed in the world today? And so it's, but that leadership is that compassion, is that positive side. So I think it's just so important for us to start, like you said, having so many positive experiences to wipe out those negative things that do happen to us. My guest today is Michelle Welch, and we are talking about her book, The Magic of Connection, Stop Cutting Cords and Learn to Transform Negative Energy to Live an Empowered Life. From the book, as we grow in our understanding of our purpose as empaths, we will open up to becoming equipped in our empathy. We will no longer view it as a curse, but as a superpower. Once we understand our call to adventure, we are beginning our version of the hero's journey. Many of us are familiar with Joseph Campbell's hero's journey introduced in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. The hero's journey is a metaphor for the passage of transmutation all heroes go through. There are three primary levels of that journey. And so in the next segment, we are going to follow that superhero's journey, and we're going to learn from Michelle about the three levels of empath that are traversed, the unequipped empath, the empath in training, and the equipped empath. Join us in just a few minutes as we come back with Michelle Welch. You can find out more at her website, michellewelch.com. Once again, the name of the book is The Magic of Connection, and the name of her own podcast is Soul What, as well as uh, her Soultopia YouTube, YouTube channel. And if you're not familiar, you can find out about her Soultopia metaphysical stores as well in Dallas, Texas. Once again, it's michellewelch.com. We'll be right back. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 
11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. You can hear Michelle Welch speak at LlewellynCon June 15th. You can go to Llewellyn.com. This is the publisher of the book, The Magic of Connection. Stop cutting cords and learn to transform negative energy to live an empowered life. Michelle Welch is a reformed attorney that still practices and has lent her intuitive abilities to numerous court and law enforcement cases. She also owns three Soultopia metaphysical stores in Texas, along with hosting the Soul What podcast, the Michelle's, Michelle Soultopia YouTube channel, and she's an ordained minister holding many certificates in various divination and healing modalities. You can find out more about her at michellewelch.com. From her book, A wall of protection is a barrier between us and other energy, which is very difficult to penetrate. It is ideal for times when we feel incredibly vulnerable, fearful, fragile, or under attack. It serves to protect us until we are strong enough and have called in sidekicks to help us. The drawbacks with walls of protection is we are often placing ourselves in prisons of our own making because we find it harder and harder to break through these walls. We also may realize we have walled ourselves in energy which we originally blame on someone else, only to realize is our own. As we evolve in our energy management, we will isolate and wall off less and less. We will no longer buy into the lie that we cannot handle anything so-called negativity. Uh, That is such a powerful 
paragraph, Michelle, because so often I have seen where people do utilize the protection and the energy practices from a place of fear as opposed to a place of empowering oneself. Can you talk about the distinction between those two and how that affects the energy of the practice? Yes, I can. And I've seen it so much and I've done it myself. Uh, I, and I, I, I will be really careful how I say this. It it was another reason I wrote the book. I just saw it in everything I read. And I I believe I tried to get my hands on everything. And there are wonderful books, obviously, that have laid the groundwork for, for telling us what an empath is and how to be, you know, that we are an empath and quizzes to tell us whether or not you're an empath. And tell us that they're going to empower us in being an empath. But I kept hearing over and over and over in my stories, and I kept hearing myself just talk again. And, you know, I don't, negativity, positivity, that's, that's a whole different topic. You know, that's the labels of that and goes back to the, the those laws again. But, um, and, and how we label that, because without comparison, there's no labeling of those. But, uh, I, I really got to the point where I was like, okay, let's let's really step back from this. And it, are we empowering anyone when we keep telling them what they cannot do? Like you have, you know, as an empath, you are you. It's very difficult for you ha- to handle a crowd. As an empath, it is. And, and it just seemed like a whole lot of can'ts. And that's when I get to that first level of, of, you know, of the unequipped empath. That's somebody who just doesn't know even maybe that they're an empath. And it's just everything they can't do. I can't do this. I can't, I can't even, I don't know if I can even walk in that store because I can't handle. And it used to be, my example used to be for COVID. I can't go in that mall. It's just too overwhelming. Can't go to that concert. There's too many people and I'll pick up on every single person's energy. And I'm not making fun of it because I I've been there, but, and I, and I, and social anxiety is a very real thing. And, uh, and, and listening to you talk about the, the, the number, your, your, the, the number of the mental health, um, line that people could call. Um, it's very, very real. But as far as an empath, I wanted to get us to where we understand we can, if we choose, we can be the superheroes of our journey. We really can. And we really don't have to always hide behind our label as empaths to say, I can't do this. I can't do that. So that's the unequipped empath, and that's the level one that you talk about that absorbs. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the empath in training. So that at at, at the and really these aren't linear. Okay, these aren't an incline incline linear. These are cyclical. We could be at these at any time. Later on today, I may be at level one, and that's not a bad thing. I may say, you know what, I choose to that I can't do this today. I can't handle it. I don't, I, I, I need to curl up in a ball and that's okay. 
So there's no judgment in any of these. And level two is where we're in training. We are, it's just like on a superhero's journey. We are getting our arsenal of our guides around us, our helpers, our, uh, we, we may have these wall, you know, like a bubble of protection. Like I always say Glenda the Good Witch and from Wicked since I've seen it like 10 times because <laughs> so I had theater kids. And, um, and so uh, the bubble of protection or we may have, may even need to put a, a wall in some situations because we need to wall off some, for some really harsh energies coming at us for a time. Uh, we may have used crystals. We may use anything that's interesting to us to use affirmations. Uh, for some people, it might be tarot cards. For some people, it might be uh, just I use all kinds of candles. A uh, color is great to work with uh, to visualize through going through our cords of connection. But all of this is learning how to protect from the har- energies that are harsh to us. And different energies are harsh to different people. Okay, for some, like I said, it might be a memory. For some, it may be a person. For some, it may be they're really affected by what's going on to the oceans and what's going on to the animals. And it really, really bothers them that what's going on to Mother Earth. And so that's the type of impact they are. So they can have all these protections. And that's the uh, empath and training. You're getting, you're realizing I'm an empath, but I have tools I can use to get myself back out into the world to where I can handle some of these things. And these are pretty widely known and and talked about that we can do these things. Where I take it to the next level, if you're ready to go there. Yes. um, Is I take it, I believe, to the step where I think we all need to be headed. And that is to the third level cyclically again it doesn't mean we've arrived doesn't mean we'll stay there but this is the equipped empath this is the empath where we've gone through the training and we know we have the tools and we know that we would move from we i can't to i can to i will if i want to is the way i want to put it i will I, i choose to or i will if i want to it's my choice And this is the equipped empath where we can, like we were talking about at the beginning, we can change the form of energy. So if I see something coming at me that, and I'm going to use this example, uh, just someone at work, uh, I, I, you know, is not giving me maybe the credit I deserve. Someone's going into work and I feel like, oh, I'm not getting the credit I deserve. So that is an energy. That, that is a thought form energy. That's energy that is coming at us. That's how we feel. And, and feelings are real. That's a thought form. And so we take that and we can literally almost hold it like in our two hands. We can hold that. Th- this person is not giving me the credit I deserve. And we look at that. We can mold it. We could even put a candle to it. We can put color to it. Any of the the things I mentioned in my book. But we want to look at it and mold it into something else. Because we feel certain feelings about that, right? We feel disappointed. We feel maybe angry. We feel maybe bitter. Maybe we feel jealous. Jealous is a horrible you know, thing to feel. And we want to mold that into something we can use that vitality. And I, I use vitality a lot. Um, or to, and, and so we start changing the form of that with visualization. 
or whatever we want to use. And instead of throwing something back at that person, because I that's not ever going to come back good on us, we change that into something we can use as like vitality. Okay, I see that. And I see maybe I wasn't given the credit for that. But I am going to just use it to as more motivation and change this into something positive for me. And that's being an equipped empath. And that's changing the form of the energy, literally. And, and it's magic. And we can do it. Here's how I arrived at that. If a black tourmaline, which is shoral is what black tourmaline is called, we used to sell that and give that at our store. We, or not, we'd say, people come in, they go, I'm an, I'm an empath, what do I need? And one of the things is black tourmaline. It absorbs, which is level one. Um, absorb, we all absorb energy, whether we try to protect or not. We all absorb energy. And two, because we're all connected. We're all one. So we all absorb. Number two, it deflects. So that's the the shield, like Wonder Woman or whatever, or the Captain Marvel shield. And number three, it transmutes energy. That's supposedly what a black tourmaline does. And I believe that because I love crystals. And I thought one day, if a black tourmaline can do that, why can't we do it? And so we can. And that's the three levels. And the third level is transmutation. Well, ultimately, we have to we have to realize that we too are crystals. We are human crystals, and so we have the same ability as the crystals. And throughout the book, you you offer a lot of resources from uh, the affirmations and mantras to crystals to those that are our guides uh, to animal spirits. Um, talk a little bit about um, how you wanted to provide the diversity. Of, of the different uh, ways that we can feel more empowered and supported. Okay, thank you. Yes, yeah, so I, I tried to, to name a, a lot of different ways just because like in our stores, we also do that because not everybody connects or let's use the word resonates with the same types of things. Some people may not connect with crystals. Some people may not want to do I have two spells in my book where you use candles. They're pretty simple. Uh, to me, that might be a prayer. To somebody else, they may say, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I want to I say a prayer. I, somebody else, that might be an affirmation. Somebody else may want to use just colors. Uh, so I wanted to provide a different, different ways for different people to see what they might connect with. And uh, I do provide, even though I, I kind of poke fun at quizzes to find out if you're an empath, I do provide at the beginning of the book, where are you in your journey now? And then if you go through all the exercises, where are you in your journey when you finish the book? And then you could take it almost like once a week to see where am I? You know, where am I in my journey right now? But I wanted to provide a, a bunch of different tools because we all at different times are interested in different things. Uh, some of us love crystals. Some of us love using uh, affirmations. So I tried to give a variety. Some of us like working with different, with animals. Some of us like working with our gods and goddesses or uh, spirit guides. So, or we might want to use all of them. So... Well, thank you, Michelle, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. I urge you to get your copy of 
the magic of connection. It is a comprehensive, packed little guide that really will support you in embracing your connection to others and living a more empowered life. You will discover many techniques for working with Ascended Masters, Archangels, tarot cards, spells, along with understanding how, as an empath, you can start to transmute the energy and utilize different tools and techniques to support yourself. Living a spiritually attuned life can come with challenges, and this book will show you the steps for transmuting the energy so that you become a grounded source of love and light. Find out more at michellewelch.com. Again, that link is in the bio description. Also, tune into her podcast, Soul What, as well as her YouTube channel, Soultopia, and find out about her metaphysical stores, Soultopia. Again, that's michellewelch.com. Thank you so much for being with me again this week. I am Simran, in love of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality, your heart to greater compassion, and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Zimron next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.